Welcome, everyone, to another episode of On the Range Podcast with Warhog Tactical and Kelly Defense. I am Mark Kelly and joined, as always, with my co-host and friend, Rick Hogg. How's it going, buddy? Man, Mark, it's going good. want to thank the viewers, listeners out there for giving us your most precious commodity. Race fans, shooting enthusiasts, whatever you are, greatly appreciate all the support, guys. Don't forget, swing by warhog.com, kellydefense.com. Check out our websites, upcoming classes. Sign up for the newsletters. Trust me, I will not inundate you with junk mail because, heck, I got enough time. Can't find enough time to do all the other stuff I got to do. So that's the last thing I'm going to do is uh, send junk out there. But when we get Project Officer Survival up running, those in the newsletter, you'll be the first to know. So uh, we'll have on there, you know, upcoming classes. Of course, our industry partners, we'll get any new stuff in there. You guys will be the first to know it's on the newsletters. And uh, yeah, give you a kind of a quick link of all things going on, maybe once a month maybe a little longer who knows but if you guys are looking to hang out with like-minded individuals join our on the range podcast crew that's right the crew um make yourself one percent one percent better every single day like-minded individuals we have a bi-monthly zoom call with me and mark um we got shooting challenges 100 plus videos on there le specific tiers i mean swing by check it out here's the beauty guys you can try it for you, buy it. So, bam, give that free 14-day uh, trial a run and uh, let us know what you think. So, yeah, buddy, I think that's all the housekeeping. Yeah, man, wherever you are, everyone, thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by the Firearms Training Notebook, 1% Better Every Day, Rick. Warhawk Tactical and Kelly Defense brought this to you about five months ago now, six months ago. It's uh, – yeah. It's ripping and running, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, some of the things that we see, some of these folks out there being very innovative, mm -hmm. using it, and coming up yep. with some great ideas. And, uh, yeah, but just a lot of cool things that uh, we get to share, and and people are starting to catch on a little bit. I know we we talk about it all the time. We do videos. You mm -hmm. know, big thing about that, that crew, um, the Patreon page. You join the Patreon crew, our original – training stuff other than the, you know the paid stuff from sponsors and things like that where they have uh we have a, a product that you're doing or something like that other than that it's all exclusive to the patreon group so yep. you know good for them the crew guys and gals they're just a lot of a lot of fun to hang out with but the firearms training notebook you go to amazon go to amazon they do a real good uh, job of print and ship on demand as mm -hmm. well as go to warhog.com kellydefense.com you get a signed copy uh, i know i was out but i got some on the way so yeah, yeah be on the lookout for those. So you, yeah, you had a couple of uh, go ahead, well, buddy. I, I gotta jump in real quick. Yeah, I almost forgot on the pa on the uh, patrons. Hey, patrons, stay tuned, right? Because mm -hmm. we have exclusive content. So the new thing is we will have exclusive content for our patrons at the end of every show. So yeah, all right. Yep, the now show will continue for the Patreon crew. Yes, it, yes, it will. Yeah, yes, it will. So yeah, you had a pretty interesting day. I know uh, I had a class. You had a couple classes that were up in the uh, you know New Jersey in the Garden State. Mm -hmm. uh, was also up there in the Commonwealth, I think, for a little bit. And uh, you just got yeah, back, yeah. and you had an, a pretty interesting day today. So yeah. why don't we talk about what you did today? Because I called. It was a little loud there. It was kind of kind of hard to hear you. Yeah. So out at uh, Carolina Motorsports uh, out yeah. there track and. Um, you know, kind of a, a biannual event I've been kind of doing here last little bit. Um, some fantastic cars out there, but I didn't know that uh, 
for those of you that are NASCAR fans, so NASCAR Hall of Fame crew chief Ray Everham was out there. Um, let me tell you this, man. My man brought out some freaking rocket ships. He had a couple wagons out there that were just out of control. But, I mean, let's think about it. What do you expect? I mean, the guy is a NASCAR um, Hall of Fame crew chief, and then he's got um, Big Iron Garage where he actually builds cars and stuff like that. And two we brought out today were products of that. But, yeah, uh, if you are into the NASCAR thing. So here, here's the thing, right? Um, I didn't realize this till last year. You've got guys all around the country that own varying ages of authentic NASCARs and they're out there racing. Uh, we had one cat out there that also had his, uh, his Dodge demon. So it's like, you know, most people have heard of the Hellcat demons got a hundred more horses, no backseat, you know, cutting all the weights and that thing that scooted, um, as well. So, and then you had uh, another company out there, Rhinebilt. They had a, was it a 68 um, Camaro out there? All custom done. I mean, there were some. Wow. Yeah. Plus on top of all the all the regular stuff, if you want to get an idea, um, big.red.2, uh, that's Aaron's um, car. So he had basically Davy Allison's Hawaiian Tropic Um mm. Just a great time out there, man, just to see all these cars. Some are, um, you know, some are true time, age, authentic. Some have some things you pop them hoods and you're like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you pop the hood in the uh, the big red, too, and what's staring you right in the face? Hendrix Power Plant, man. So, no, definitely, um, definitely a great time out there. I want to see the Hawaiian Tropic uh, car. That was pretty iconic looking. Does it still look the same? Same, yeah. Except for, like I said, when you pop the hood, what's staring you in the face? Old Hendrick's Motorsport engine in there. It, that thing's a beast, man. Yeah. Yeah, let me see if I can find that. But, yeah, I don't know if. Uh, that or if you just it, look. Yeah. Just look at. Um, you could pull it up on big.red.2 on the uh, Insta. Here we go. Which, Let's try this one. Which, speaking of Insta. At least they're honest in telling me that they're not going to do nothing for me because I've got violations of firearms, <laughs> you know. So oh, did you? You didn't get another one, did you? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, it, it's constant. Oh, it is constant. So if anyone's got any tips or tricks, please let us know. Um, so that's a newer. That's a newer one. Yeah, I remember they were all red. I remember that. Yeah, it, it, it it's all red. Uh, but he has, I think it was the 78, if I remember okay. right. Yeah. Um, what size track yeah. is that out there anyway? Uh, 2.79 mile road oh, track. Oh, so it's, it's a long one. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's okay. 13 turns. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, that sounds a like great, a good time. Great track out there, mate. Yeah, great, great time, great people. Um, highly recommend it, you know. I go look them up, get out to the track. And uh, the only thing with the road tracks, you know, you're going to kind of lose the back 40. So mm -hmm. I stuck a post out today with, with me and Ray and then just a couple uh, front shots, you know, going down the uh, the straightaway and just watching that rocket ship. <laughs> I mean, man, that thing would go. Yeah. So, God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, now, how many years you've been out? Is this the third year you've been out there or second? No, second. Second year. Yeah. 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 That's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. event. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely try to make it, you know, as long as I'm in town and stuff like that, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely a good time. Yeah. I know we did the hot wash on the, uh, the week long Midwest that you were out here at, in Ohio mm-hmm. and, uh, what a great, great group of folks that came out to all four days. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, a lot of work on the, the firearms training notebook and all of them had those. Well, not all of them on some of the open enrollments, but most of them did all the LEOs had them. Um, you know, it was part of their, their package that they got with it. And hopefully they're going to continue to use that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we had something pop up on the IG speaking of the Insta shizzles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to share it with everybody. Those who are viewing, Love you guys. Uh, those who are listening, love you guys. As soon as you get somewhere safe, if you're driving, you're going to have to check this out. Uh, this is a uh, this is a post that came out, and it was a lot of fun to watch. And we're going to show how impressive some of these folks are. And they are shooting the eval. And uh, let me hit some hit some volume here. Yeah, shooting the warhog self eval. <laughs> I like how they called it uh, oldie but a goodie. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that's all right. We'll we'll go with it. Hey, yeah, we'll take it. Let's see what we mm-hmm. got here. All right. All right. Clean target. Warhog drill. Five yards. Courtesy of Right Mindset Firearms. Oh, yep. yes. The line break at a 537. So, yeah, Joe Blansfield, you know, put it, out, put it out there. But here's the beauty, right? Most guys just show you their overall time. And right. the, thing I, the thing I like, Joe cycles through. He's got 12 pieces of data. And he even kind of puts in his comment, hey, 12 rounds of goodness that help diagnose it all. Draw, recoil management, target transition, and reloads. Um, yeah. So yeah, guys. I mean, slap your Warhawk selfie valves up there, man. We'll we'll uh, keep reposting yeah, them, but we'll, yeah, we'll we'll hope, put it on the show, man. Yeah, hopefully Joe's uh, annotate. I mean, he's cycling through, so I'm sure he's annotating his data. But um, it was great to see the the enthusiasm, at least for mm-hmm. you know five days of training that I had. Um, two of those being CQB still had guys bring their firearms training notebooks with them. said, all right, cool. Um, But really where the the money was made, in my opinion, is I love watching students, how their minds work when it comes to different ways they're going to do things, however they're going to fill it out, how they're going to do stuff. So uh, the one drill we shoot in the uh, the Warhawk pistol class, how many in 10? So we got uh, pretty much, you know, I'm running the time for the guys or I'll pass it off to them. Then you get somebody else, um, you know, kind of keeping score there, how many hits they're getting. Well, this one guy opted, which I thought was ingenious. He took a square of the book, put a line for a hit, put a circle for a miss in each of the boxes. So now when you're pulling all this data, he's got it right there. Hit or miss. And I was like, dude, I was like, that's spot on, you know? So it's just, I love watching these guys and just how people's creative minds think and go, yeah, I can do this. And, and I thought that was a good, uh, good tip. So guys, if you're doing that, if you get your shooting partner out there, you know, and, and, uh, 
he's recording your hit hit or misses, you know, dash and circle or line and circle, man. It was a pretty, uh, pretty good technique. So, yeah. And the, everyone's been super receptive, you know, so, and we talked about this before, Mark, you know, we were before we were just kind of doing the selfie Val and all right, that was it. Well, now with the books, you know, you figure at a minimum you're getting, you know, the selfie value you're going to walk away with. Mm-hmm. Um, presentation, you know, single shot, control pair, draw from the holster, speed magazine change. I mean, you've got some data to walk away with. Yeah. So, um, yeah, super happy. And then, you know, obviously the, the how many intenders kind of show them a different drill to set up on target indexing. So, yeah, uh, it's a it's a staple, man. So it'll be in all the courses. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's got the, uh, the pack pro timer three. He's got this first shot 1.26. Mm-hmm. Uh, that last split is smoking man. Uh, 0.18. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't, we didn't cycle through. Let's go ahead and cycle through and see what the rest yeah. of the splits are. And they were all pretty, pretty quick. Mm-hmm. 126, two, six split, two, oh, split three, six transition, two, two split, one, eight split, 1.75 reload, two, two split, one, seven split. Three six transition, two one split, one eight split. Dude, that's a jam and reload. Yeah. No, I mean super. You know, good job, Joe. So keep up the hard work, buddy. Yeah, love that man. I love it. He's oldie but a goodie. Uh, Joe Blansfield, right underscore mindset underscore firearms. Go check him out. Uh, Mm -hmm. My man can shoot and. uh, Hats off for the uh, the shout out. So yeah, anybody puts up any of these things with the book in, uh, being highlighted or even uh, shown in any way uh, being used, we're going to post mm-hmm. it up. Give a little bit of love. That was awesome. Yeah. And uh, uh, my man can shoot. Ain't no doubt about that. Yep. Ain't no doubt about that. So yeah. So yeah, you know the uh, the groups that we had out there. We had one open enrollment. Um, or actually, we had two. We had uh, two open enrollments that week, and then I had one the following week. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good turnouts. Um, I wanted to talk about this. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the shift would be. And we had had a conversation about it there for a while. Even when we first started, we did that bone crushing cold up in uh, Washington County. Everything Mm -hmm. was rifle. Mm -hmm. Everything was carbine. Everybody was rifle. Now you can't get hardly anybody to sign up for them because the, we're trying to, you know, the enrollments are flying off the shelf for the, the pistols. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to see, I know we talked about the, officer survival or a project officer survival. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the, the police officers and the law enforcement officers in all these departments get on board as well. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Where do you think that came from? Why is it such a, a pivot away from the rifles? So let's be an honest broker. You got more States that are doing concealed carry. I mean, let's think about it. Yeah. State of New, state of New Jersey, who would ever think concealed carry, right? So people are carrying handguns, uh, civil unrest. We're still, <laughs> we're far from safe people, right? There's people getting their heads smashed in every single day. And I think at the end of the day, the whole drive for the handgun, guys want to be better with that handgun. That's more than likely what they're going to have with them. So in my mind, all the, um, all the crime going on, all the civil unrest, everything else, and here's the thing I, I feel, I'm not going to lie, for those of you in oppressed states, in oppressed cities, I feel for you, man. I honestly do. Uh, I don't know that I could personally do it. 
you know, I don't know that I could live somewhere where I couldn't carry my firearm that God forbid, you know, these Mo's try to envelop you in, in like this new tactic is having these basically punk teenage kids, you know, just have a herd of them circle. Uh, sorry, dude, you know, um, and people are getting seriously hurt out there for, for what, you know, to rip some people off. Then you got cats getting, you know, now the, the big thing is the stabbings, right? Coming up, just stabbing you a couple times, leaving you laying out in the street to bleed to death. It's like, no way. So yeah. I think, I think that's the big thing is just, we're not a safe country as much as I hate to say, you know, we launch illegals in here by the millions. We don't care. Or yeah. I shouldn't say we don't care. P- people care, but the, the problem is the, the administration doesn't care. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, my so take on it is is the sim- that's a great point about the uh, a lot of the uh, constitutional carry even in Ohio where you were able to go out and get a CCW permit mm-hmm. now you don't have to have them so more people are carrying going to training mine was the crime that's what I thought it was uh, the social media that is uh, they're blasting this out and here's another thing too I see a lot more coverage and independent. Um, social media journalists, if you want to call them, mm-hmm. I see a lot more of them being able to push their stuff out because of what Elon Musk is doing to Twitter. So you're seeing a lot more of what's actually going on out there, and you're actually hearing different takes on what's going on out there. And you know, there's a lot more information that is is um, not being. I, I don't even know if say suppressed. It's just not being covered. And mm-hmm. I think you know the media, and I know we're kind of getting a little bit of sidebar, but I know that the media, their power used to be their influence, right? Their influence, oh. you know, the, the pen is mightier than the sword, that kind of stuff. Well, it, it still is. It still is, you know, but people mm-hmm. are a little hesitant to believe them. So what they do now is they just don't cover the story. No. So that's where their power it really is now. They can have something that is a major, major story. And the majority of the folks are going to get their information from mainstream media. Let's face it, whether it's Fox the- or whoever. The laptop. Yep. I'll say nothing oh. else. The laptop. Yeah. E- exactly. Suppress and they just it. Choose not to cover it. They just choose not yeah. to. Or, or, or they're puppets of the government, right? I mean, that's the other. I mean, let's just look at it. Before it used to be, they were part keeping the government in check. So, when when Water Watergate went down, you know, shortly thereafter, Nixon stepped out. Oh, have we forgotten all that? So now they're just a, a, a puppet or a tool. Because let's be an honest broker. When the whole China virus went on, the media is like, you're going to die. You're dying. Get your poison or you die. You know? And then I got the dumb state of North Carolina. Way to go, Coop. Wasting my tax dollars to send me a thing to go, go get boosted. I'm not even in the NC health system. You're just launching that stuff to whoever's you know, whether it's voters or whether it's uh, people that pay taxes, I don't know. It's like, look at your records. Don't want your freaking poison. Don't work. Huh. But you're still wasting the money. And it's just, it's mind boggling when you look at all this stuff. And and now, and we're deep down a rabbit hole, but I think it's important to, to get it. This whole AI, you know, what's, what's going to be real? What's going to be fake? How are we going to discern which one's which? Pretty soon it's going to be slippery slopes, man. And is what I'm actually hearing, is that real? Is that fake? 
Is somebody yeah. going to slide slide in and try to use the power of on the range podcasts and push out propaganda? Could yeah. I, I? I don't know. And what I believe but, what you're talking about, just to let the listeners know, Rick, is a lot of these things that are being pushed out there, even real full blown stories, are going to be written by AI. And 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 like Rick said, is that is it going to be real? Is it going to be generated, or is it going to be? You know, it's going to be generated by what's going on out there, of course. And they're going to put these together and send them out there. They collect all this information from other independent sources and they push it out there. Or are they going to create something that, like you said, is fictitious, or it absolutely is a propaganda? It's got their spin on it. I think yeah. it's a they they do it already. Now yeah. it's just going to be a heck of a lot more efficient. It's going to be automatic. Yeah. Well, all they've got to do is set the parameters. Right. Yep. Uh, Biden's the best thing ever. Trump's terrible. Uh, the laptop don't exist. China's our friend. E- you know, pushing all these this crap narrative. And the problem is, my fellow Americans, listen to me. Quit being gullible. Y- you guys are getting suckered down a road, right? So, words are powerful. And the government knows it. They're not migrants. They're illegal. They are breaking the law. If I sit there and break the law, I'm wearing silver bracelets and going to go, you know, in a little eight by eight box for a bit. Don't give them a gimme, right? You guys should be on whoever your representatives are and go cut this crap out. Because at the end of the day, we're paying for it. You yeah. know, we're, we're the ones financing it. We're the ones whose safety is at risk. You know, what do we got? 70,000 plus Americans dead from fentanyl, you know, and do your research, right? Don't trust me. Go out there and, and, and double check it. But if you really want to sit there and, and get sick, the federal government, the Biden administration supports human trafficking. 40% of the children that come into this country illegally, no idea where they're at. And then you start having some independent news agencies start reporting. You got child labor going on, right? Because they still got to pay the cartels. You got child sex trafficking going on, right? Think about it. We live in the best country in the world and your administration supports it. Gives kids to whoever. Expedite. Oh, yeah. Want a kid? Here you go. Off they go. No accountability. Let that one sink in. Right? Yeah. Here's your here's your court date. Here's your summons. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it, it's mind-boggling, right? Yeah. But, guys, we, we have got to do something. And it's we the people. And if you don't like it, we got to vote these people out. And it's funny how you see in all these Dems. Starting to do swaps, whether they're going independent or Republican. Hmm. Writings on the wall, my friends. So that's a great point that you bring up about voting them out because, you know, we've had a lot of a lot of fun talking about uh, our good friend uh, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, and so. And you know, we talked about that. Say, so, hey, look, you know, she didn't even make it past the the, the top eight. Mm-hmm. And then they had a runoff with these other these other few uh, uh, opponents, and we thought, hey, well, at least we're going to get something different, right? Well, turns out 
we actually got so, they got someone in Chicago that is actually, believe it or not, more liberal as far as it goes to and soft on crime than mm-hmm. Lori Lightfoot. I didn't think yeah. they could do it, and they voted my man in. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it. Um, and the reason why it happened is, and let me bring up this um, this story, Rick, from the Daily Wire. The reason why it actually was able to happen is because they had record low um, ter- voter turnout. Yeah, they had record low voter turnout. So anybody that turned out, you know, were the ones that were you know bust in by these campaigns and all this other stuff, and. It's it's just an absolute it's an absolute shame, um, and I'm trying to find his name. Isn't like um, was it Johnson Jackson? Or uh, yeah, that, it or, is. Or was that I, or was that the other guy? No, it was it's him. It, it's okay. it's Johnson, but I'm trying to think of his first name. Right. Um. But anyway, Mayor what Johnson. Colin, what does call him? Schmuckles. Yeah. Um, you know, just they're, they're, they're talking about how, you know, the the school system and, and how they're going to change it. Look, th- this article from the Daily Wire, it was a, a last week, um, is basically outlining what Rick and I are saying, that we thought really thought that when Lori Lightfoot left, there was mm-hmm. a chance that they would get someone else. Uh, but Brandon Johnson was elected. And he's yeah. a, uh, I think he was a former Cook County commissioner, and uh, I think he was an educator at some point, and making excuses for everything, you know, making excuses for the low uh, um, literacy. You know, we did that story how there wasn't one school, not one school that had any, that, or I take that back, all their schools had nobody that were um, in a certain area of Chicago that none of them were proficient in reading, writing, or basic math. None of them. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely a failure on the local government there. It, it is. And, and we thought it'd be something different. It's not, it's not, it's going to get worse. And, you know, the, the basis of this story, Rick is, Hey, this is going to be what, you know, Detroit, you know, Detroit's starting to bounce back a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically going to be the, the way Detroit was for the last, you know, 20 years or so. You know, after all the motor companies left, it's it's just going to be like that. Except this is self imposed. One hundred self imposed. That that that's the crazy part, Mark. Right? One hundred percent, it is. So, you know, you boot old freaking Lori out, and then how is it that all these people are up in arms? What what's happening in the city? Right? Crime is out of control, and this is who you put in there. Yeah, and. And I hate to say it, right? Because they're my fellow Americans. I hate to say it. Yeah. You got what you you got what you voted for. I know. It's right? going to get worse. It, it, I didn't it, think it could, but it's going to get worse. You saw last weekend. Holy yeah. Toledo. Well, holy Detroit, I should say. Yeah, but but that's like all the people that voted for Biden because they don't want to vote for Trump, right? Where are oh, we at today? To say- it. So it, it just. <clears throat> It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I didn't vote for this guy because I hate that guy, even though I know he would have yeah. been better. That Does that make any sense? None. Now look at us, <laughs> right? Look at us now. You're sitting there rubbing two pennies together, hoping for the best. Inflation out of control. You know, we got zero energy independence. China's sitting there ready to scoop in, right? We're letting Chinese scoop up all our land. 
We're letting spy satellites fly over. We we don't care. Because they look at the White House and versus seeing a White House, it's just a big marshmallow. Yeah. All soft. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta get out there, people. That's the only way to change. You gotta yeah. you know, let these representatives know. And for God's sake, people, your safety, your children's safety should be paramount when you're looking at voting. Your ability to put food on the table should be paramount when you're out there voting. So you want to yeah. leave your kids better than you found it, but we're definitely not doing that. So I I, yeah. I feel for my kids and my grandkids, what future are we leaving them? So Yeah, this story, this story highlights that only 38% of registered Chicago voters actually cast a ballot. Only 38%. Mm-hmm. 38%. I mean, a golden opportunity, totally wasted. And I, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that, like you said, these are, I, we care about them. I love Chicago. We used to go up there at least once a year. Mm-hmm. We'd always head up there during the uh, St. Patrick's Day. And then we try to go up there one more time during the holidays and do some shopping and stuff. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved the, uh, the, the Chicago style pizza. That the popcorn mm-hmm. joint they had up there and all the shopping and in the restaurants, it was just a lot of fun. The parade was always a great, great time. And buddy, I tell you what, there ain't no way in the world, unless we're going up there to help out some, some cops, uh, mm-hmm. men and women in blue to become better. If we can, in our small way, if we could do it, we, that's the only way you probably catch us up there. Well, well and, here, here's, uh, I'm going to add something, Mark. Here's going to be the deal. At least for me. For my LE guys, the only way you're getting Rick Hogg up to Chicago is do something where I've got an exemption against your silly laws, right? Because mm. I'll be dabbled. Well, number one, you can't, you better have somebody there to meet us because O'Hare will try to sit there and, and lock you up, right? Trying yeah. to train cops. They'll probably sit there and put silver bracelets on you. And then yeah. you're going to go out, what, and have guns that no bullets, right? Oh, because it's gun free and safe. No, it's not. You know what but, we do is we find a uh, find a place that's friendly across the border somewhere. Yeah, you got like in a tri-state area. You know what I mean. You, you guys have to travel. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, it, it, it's I'm not, not going to get it. pinched, man, by one of your cohorts who were trying to help. That's it. That's it. But here, here's the crazy part, right? When you look at because you brought up how poor the education system is, oh, yet dude, shocking, yet shockingly. The teachers union all supported old Johnson. Mm. What's the teachers union doing? Why do we still have a teachers union? That's the question. The hour. What are these cats doing? Another propaganda arm, in my opinion. You know, I think if you don't have one student, I think it was 44 schools, if I'm not mistaken, it was a daily wire story as well. Mm -hmm. 44 schools in Chicago that did not have one student that was proficient in reading uh, in arithmetic and something, not, not one, mm-hmm. not one. And some of these schools, they only had like 80 students and it was like a $5,000 a year to send them there or something. It was crazy. That's yeah. how much they were spending on the education. So how in the world do you have this, uh, union that is so powerful when they can't even perform their basic function? I don't know if it's because the, the curriculum is all jacked up. I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, that is a terrible terrible result in mm-hmm. any other, any other profession whatsoever. If you had a 0% success rate in everything that you did, would you have a job fired? You'd be fired. Yep. 
But these are the same people that they're not educating your kids. They're pumping them with propaganda, right? They, they get their narratives, their spin. I mean, who thinks it's good to bring a drag queen into the library and have drag queen story hour? Really? Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's that's the luxury of, of students that can read, right? You know what I mean? That's that's a that's a problem or something or, that you can add to the curriculum when everybody can read. How about why don't we start with that? You know, <laughs> I, why don't we start with reading and writing and arithmetic first? Why don't we why don't we at least try to get the kids a chance to move on to the next grade? Because dude, they're not all staying in kindergarten; they're all moving up through oh, the through the grade. They, you know. Moving them up to the next one and just pump them with more propaganda, right? More yeah. propaganda. And, and right. I don't think it, this is my gut feeling, right? I don't think they want them educated. I think they want them dumb. Because if you're dumb, you're just going to do whatever freaking the masses tell you. Hey, the magic box is going to tell you, yeah, this guy's no good. That guy's no good. You know, don't worry about crime. Don't worry about this. It's like, yeah. But is, isn't that weird, though, that it would make more sense if that was the truth? I, it, I don't what's know. What's that called? Uh, Occam's razor, the, the simplest. Yeah. Uh, if you have two conflicting ideas, the simplest one is typically one that's usually the correct more. That's correct. Mm hmm. Maybe that maybe they don't want those folks in those schools or in those school districts in those areas. Maybe they don't. Like you said, they want to keep them. Keep them. In uh, uneducated, they don't want them to move yeah. to progress. They want them to be where they are for some reason. And you have to ask yourself what that could be, but that would make a heck of a lot more sense than just nobody. You couldn't find one student that you, that had some initiative that wanted to learn and you taught him and he, he was proficient or her was proficient in uh, reading and writing. Not, not one. So dude, no, you but, and I could teach somebody to sure. pass that test. But, but Mark, if you're out there pushing your propaganda, Right. You're not actually educating these kids. Right. You're pushing your propaganda. Right. Oh, kids, let's go to to story hour with the drag queen. Excuse me. It's like stop people. Yeah. I mean, you're number one exposing young children to crap, which should be criminal. Right. Like, oh, whatever educator, in my opinion. So. Since educators want to call me a domestic terrorist, okay, uh, I'm going to call those educators that say that your child endangers, right? So you want to sit there and groom these kids to let some old pedos take advantage of them. Maybe your pedos. How about them apples? But it, it's just we're in bizarro world, man, especially when it comes to our education. Go back. Go back. Educate our children. Get them smart. Yeah. Because God knows we need it, man. We need some smart people in this country. Because yeah. uh, 16 Pennsylvania <sighs> isn't there. So. Yeah. Anyway, brother, everybody, you got to make sure that you check out warhog.com and kellydefense.com. We got a lot going on, don't we, brother? And we need to keep pushing it out there. Yeah. And. And that's we just need to keep keep it rolling. And there's a lot of things that we have going on that all you got to do is just hit the, the websites, mm -hmm. click the buttons that say Project Officer Survival or the Firearms Training Notebook or the mm -hmm. crew, and you're yep. right there. They're one-stop shops. Speaking and, of the project – go ahead, buddy. No, I was going to say, and, and I've got some uh, 
some housekeeping I do on the website, right? So typically I put my upcoming classes. So we've got a, mm. uh, a pistol and a carbine class, May 20th and 21st. So I'm dubbing it Fort Bragg slash Maxton, North Carolina. So at least that way people understand Fort Bragg better uh, point than Maxton. Uh, so we're doing Fort Bragg, Maxton out there at Griffin Group. Uh, still got slots available, like Mark was saying, warhog.com. Uh, we got stuff coming up in June out in Nashville, Tennessee. Whew, that's going to be a good time, man. Nashville's always a great time over there at uh, Royal Range. So we've got a low light pistol and then a regular Warhog pistol class. So I uh, wanted to jam those two in there since we were on that. But anyway, buddy, I, yeah. totally, cut you, I totally cut you off. I'm probably no, that's okay so. because uh, Nashville's like our uh, adopted second home. We're down there all the time now. Remember when I did that show in the hotel room when I was traveling with mm-hmm. uh, a fistful of Martin's Barbecue? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Dude, I love that place. A kick you, you out Martin's Barbecue on Belmont Avenue. I think that's the one. That's the best one. I don't know which one you go to. You probably go to one in Clarksville, don't you? No, Clarksville doesn't have one. They don't have one? No. No, they're all yeah, just around I go Nashville. To Belmont. Yeah. I'd have to go look at um, – I know is, – is that the one that's got uh, – if you walk in – off to the uh, left-hand side, it's kind of got like the uh, the plastic. It's kind of got like some bench seating out there with yes. some plastic. Yes, yes, they're, they're okay. actually on both sides, but uh, definitely to the sides. left. Yeah, yeah. We typically go over to the left. Yeah, that that so, one's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the one I go to, and then uh, they also have one that's right downtown, real real close to Vanderbilt. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to hit both of those spots. You can walk right from the school to uh, to that Martin. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. But again, you know, Project Officer Survival, folks, if you go to the website, you go to warhog.com, kellydefense.com, you can click on the Protectors Foundation button, or you can uh, click on the Spikes K9Fund.org button and just leave Warhog Tactical in the notes and you can donate uh, corporate mm-hmm. and private donors. But we're looking for those corporate donations to really, uh, you know, provide, you know, large groups all in one fail swoop large groups with free law enforcement training, uh, pistol right now and rifle, but we can curtail it to whatever they're needing. It, especially if you have a, a department that's in your area, Rick, we talked about that a lot. If you yep. have your local uh, fellows and, and ladies in blue that you want to get them some training, Hey, we'll do it. All you gotta yeah. do is just go to the, the websites. Yeah, that's it. So. If you're in a, if you're in New York or Chicago, we'll find an offsite. Uh, California, <laughs> California. I don't mind. State of California says I can bring yeah. whatever I want in there, so I don't have a problem with California. Uh, but yeah, New York and Chicago, uh, we'll find an yeah. offsite location. Yeah, we'll have to have uh, a little more, a few more conversations for those, but we will do it for sure. Absolutely. And then again, uh, you know, after the show, the show after the show ends here, it's going to continue on the Patreon page. Become an OTR member, crew member. Mm-hmm crew i love that we kind of rebranded that a little bit but it's still a patreon.com forward slash on the range podcast but again you can also go to warhog.com and kellydefense.com and hit that button and join like rick said at the beginning of the show free all access membership for two whole weeks Mm -hmm. get on there look at all the stuff tell us what you think and uh, and (laughs) you know the patrons don't have any problem telling us what they think so love those guys and gals man oh dude get after us a little bit a lot of fun just just fantastic people. So, yeah. 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 It's a great, great group of folks. So you got anything else, Rick? Yeah. Hey guys, don't forget, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating review. Uh, it's been a while. I'm not going to lie. So, uh, leave us a rating, leave us a rating review and we will make you famous on the interwebs.
So <laughs> it's you, we love you guys. Take a second and leave us a review and leave us a comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. Yep. The show continues over on the Patreon, Rick. All right, buddy. See you over there. All right, buddy. All right, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.